You're listening to the New Song Students Podcast. I'm Jackson, and I'm the student pastor at New Song Church, located in Oklahoma City. We hope this message builds your faith and helps you to know God better in a greater way today. Enjoy the message. All right, well, it is a special kind of night. I want you to get your journals out. If you wanna take notes, it's, it's a little bit of a different flow tonight. We're doing something that we've never done here before at New Song Students, and that's our 2022 year in review. Somebody say year in review. We're doing a year in review. We're calling this thing going up. Look to your neighbor and say, I'm going up. We're calling this thing going up. If it's your first time tonight, I want to I want to just inform you that you came on a really unique night. <laughs> you came on a, on a different night where you're actually going to get a really cool glimpse into the history of New Song students, where we came from, you're gonna to get to know what we're about and then where we're heading in the future. And even though everything that we talk about tonight is, for, if you're a first-timer, you didn't experience any of this because you've never been here before, right? I don't care. I think this is a really cool opportunity for you to see what we're all about and to hop on the train, amen? And so tonight is gonna to be a different flow. I kind of have a message for you. I kind of don't, um, but I am going to bring you a scripture to start off because, you know, we like to bring the chunk here at New Song Students. We bring the chunk, and uh, that's right. And um, so I've got a message that's on my heart. I've got some really exciting photos. Who likes photos? I got, I got some, we're gonna walk down memory lane tonight, and um, I've, got, I've got some takeaways that I think, I think that they're gonna help us to not, just, uh, to not just see all of the good that God did, because, man, we serve such a faithful God. He's been so faithful to us here. But also some takeaways that I think are gonna help us step into the next season that God has for us. And so tonight, I've got three missions for us. And it's, it's funny how the Holy Spirit does this. I didn't even plan on doing this, but our three, uh, our three objectives for tonight are the same things that we are doing in this Advent season. Who was here for Pastor Josh's Advent message? It was so good. It was so good. And he said that Advent is all about reflecting, celebrating, and anticipating. Reflecting Jesus, what he did for us. Celebrating Jesus, that we have salvation through him, and then anticipating the second coming of Jesus. And in the same way, we're kind of going to be doing that tonight and going up. So, like I said, I'm going to bring you the chunk tonight, all right? First scripture tonight is chunky. Look, you never say, it's chunky. We're reading the whole chapter. I'm not kidding, y'all. Second Corinthians chapter three. I, I liked all the parts of it, so I was like, we just got to do the whole thing, y'all. And you know what? We don't read enough scripture in church sometimes, so we're going to do this. Don't, don't check out in this moment. Follow along. It's going to be up on the screen behind me, but this is an amazing passage of scripture, and it's an amazingly important passage for our church in this season. It says this, are we beginning to commend ourselves again? Or do we need, as some do, letters of recommendation to you or from you? You yourselves. Somebody say you. You, you yourselves are our letter of recommendation written on our hearts to be known and read by all. And you show that you are a letter of recommendation from Christ delivered by us, written not with ink, not with man-made stuff, but with the spirit of the living God. I love that. Not on tablets of stone, but on tablets of human hearts. 
Such is the confidence that we have through Christ towards God. Not that we are sufficient in ourselves to claim anything as coming from us, but our sufficiency is from God. Amen. Amen. It's from God who has made us sufficient to be ministers of a new covenant, not the letter of not the letter but of the spirit for the letter kills but the spirit gives life verse 7 y'all hanging in with me yeah. now if the ministry of death carved in letters of stone came with such glory that the israelites could not gaze at moses's face because of its glory which was being brought to an end will not the ministry of the spirit have even more glory for if there was glory in the ministry of condemnation talking about the 10 commandments the ministry of righteousness must far exceed in its glory. Indeed, in this case, what once has glory has come to have no glory at all because the glory that surpasses it. For if what was being brought to an end came with glory, much more will what is permanent have glory. Okay, I'm at verse 12. Can you guys handle six more verses? I told you, y'all. I was bringing the chunk tonight, okay? Verse 12 this is where it's gonna get into some familiar territory. You guys know this passage. Verse 12, since we have such a hope, we are very, what is that word? Bold. Bold. Somebody's paying attention. Not like Moses, who would put a veil over his face so that the Israelites might not gaze at the outcome of what was being brought to an end. But their minds were hardened. For to this day, when they read the old covenant, the same veil remains unlifted because only through Christ it is taken away. That's good, only through Christ. Yes, to this day, whenever Moses is read, a veil lies over their hearts, but when one turns to the Lord, the veil is removed. Now the Lord is the spirit. This is the good stuff, you guys know this. And where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. And we all with unveiled face, beholding the glory of the Lord are being transformed. You recognize this? Yeah. We're being transformed from the same, to the same image from one degree of glory to another for this comes to the Lord who is the spirit. Amen, right? That's a good word. Let's pray and then we're gonna jump into tonight. Father, I thank you so much for this student's family. And God, tonight, we want to do three things. We want to reflect on your goodness. You are such a good God to us. You've been such a good and faithful God to this New Song students family. So tonight, we reflect. We also, God, want to celebrate you because you are what this is all about, is all about. And finally, God, we want to anticipate because we know you are just getting started with us and so we say, use us, God. You have our yes tonight. Speak to us in Jesus' name. And everybody said, amen, amen. amen. Okay. So I know this is technically a year-end review. It's just about 2022. But in order for us to really get a good image, a good context of, of what God did this year, we've got to look uh, at where God took us from, like where we started. Now, if you were here at the birthday weekend, was anybody here at the birthday weekend of New Song? We had a few of you. Pastor Josh and Sarah, they shared their story about how God called them to Oklahoma City. Do you remember that? And it's a really crazy story, a crazy story of their faith, their willingness to obey, and their willingness to drop everything, move their family here to New Song, and to plant this church. Now, 
I wish I could say that my calling into ministry was as glamorous as theirs was, uh, but my story is just a little different, y'all. It's a little different. And if we were to relate our stories to people in scripture, Pastor Josh and Sarah would definitely be Abraham and Sarah, and I would be Moses. Here's why, here's why. If you aren't familiar with these two stories, in the book of Genesis, uh, we see that, well, in Genesis and Exodus, we see that both Abraham and Sarah and Moses received a call from God to do something. And they both received calls, but they both responded to these calls in really different ways. So in the book of Genesis, when God calls Abraham and Sarah to pack up their bags and move, they just do it. Like when you read the story, it's like God comes up to Abraham and Sarah and he's like, hey, yo guys, I need you to pack your bags and go in that direction. And he's like, I'll tell you where to go as you go. And they just pack up their stuff and they just go, y'all. Like super crazy faith. Now, Moses' story is a little bit different. In Exodus, uh, the book of Exodus, Moses also receives a call from God to do something, except this time it's through a burning bush, which is really cool. And except this time, there is a different kind of response. God tells him to go save the people from Egypt and Moses' response is not as willing. He looks to God and he basically looks to God and says, yeah, that's cool, but God, you picked the wrong guy. You picked the wrong guy. And then God looks at Moses and he's like, no, dude, I know who I, I'm picking. I picked the right guy. And then Moses is like, no, dude, for real, God, you don't know what you're talking about. You picked the wrong guy. Here's why. I stutter. I stutter. Moses tells God that he stutters. And if you've ever seen Prince of Egypt before, this is my favorite part in Prince of Egypt because Moses gets spanked by God. Like the, it says that the anger of God comes up and God basically looks at Moses and says, Moses, I made your mouth. <laughs> I made your mouth. I'm God. I have the ability to do anything that I wanna do with you. If I wanna use you and you trust me, guess what? I'm gonna use you because I'm God. And so I so relate to this, y'all, because my calling into ministry um, is not your typical call into ministry. And you know what? I actually like that. And this is why I share this all the time with you guys, because everybody's call to follow Jesus is going to look different. Everybody's call is going to look different. This is why I try to be vulnerable and real and transparent with you guys about how God got me here, because God can do a lot with your yes, even if it's a reluctant yes, like it was mine. Like mine was a reluctant yes, and God still used it. Owning your faith. This is what we're all about here in New Song Students. Trusting God, saying yes to Jesus is not some playbook that you can like copy and paste from my life and put it onto your life. You can't copy and paste Pastor Josh and Sarah's playbook onto your life. That's called owning your faith. This is what we're all about because saying yes to Jesus is something only you can do. Like I can't say yes to Jesus for you. Your small group leader can't say yes to Jesus for you. Nobody can say yes to Jesus for you because you have to do it yourself. It's about owning your faith. And so like Moses, this call that God had on my life was something that was way on the other side of my comfort zone. And so I wrestled with God about this call for quite some time. In fact, there was a season where I started praying this kind of prayer to God. I was like, okay, God, I'll do it. But like, I'm only gonna go up for a year and I'll start New Song Students because somebody's gotta do it. And I'll start it 
and then the guy's gonna show up. And when the guy shows up, I'll just pass the baton to him and then I can do what I wanna do, which is not be a youth pastor. And so I come and, you know, that guy never showed up. That guy never showed up, which is why I'm still here, right? He never showed up. And I'm so thankful that he never showed up because man, God has done a miraculous work in our New Song students family that I wouldn't trade for the whole world. And so tonight we're gonna be doing some reflecting. We're going way back tonight. I know a lot of this doesn't even uh, pertain to some of you guys because a lot of you guys started coming here this year, but I think this is important to show you how faithful our God is. So I wanna look back at how we started because the, the way we started is so different than how it's going. And so I've got some photos with us tonight. These are great. I hope you guys are ready for this. Uh, Kaysen, can we put that first one up? This was our first Sunday as, hey, I need you to, this is five years ago. Guys, this was New Song students five years ago. Like, that's it. <laughs> it's me and Caleb Anderson still here. What up, Caleb? And... And Maddie Brown, she works for New Song now. We love Maddie. You guys know Maddie. Guys, this, this, is, this was it. This was New Song students five years ago in January. It's so crazy. Let's show the next uh, picture. This is what community groups looked like. So I, I moved up here in January 2018. We started New Song students in Caleb Anderson's living room with like nobody. <laughs> it was just us basically. And then eventually we moved to, uh, to Noah's event venue, which is where we used to have church. And we would do these things called community groups, which is basically where we would play cards and try to figure out something to do that was fun. And we would sit on these really uncomfortable blow up mattresses, basically, and, which were terrible because whenever I tried to give like this short little mini message, every move you made, it was like, it just made all these noises. And so like, like we made no progress in community group. It was, it was pretty amazing. Um, so we did community group for eight months and then we did our first service and we called it one and we had it at a coffee shop downtown uh, called Evoke, if you guys have ever been to Evoke. So in 2018, September 2018, we started having services in Evoke and this is our first service. Let's go to the next photo. Uh, this is me preaching. I had a buzz cut, y'all. I don't even know. <laughs> we've, we've come a long way. Uh, let's, let's see the next photo. This, this was everybody that went to one on our first service night. This, it was a massive turnout, as you can see. It was wild. No, but this was it, y'all. This is where New Song students began. And so we had service at, at Evoke, which was really fun. We did about four services there. And then we moved it back to Noah's event. I think we got one more photo. This was one at Noah's event venue. As you can see, it looked very awkward in there. And that's because it was very awkward in there. <laughs> but we made it happen, right? Man, we, Caleb, right? We made it happen? You're still here. Yes, right. Okay. So what I want you to see is that, man, New Song students had some pretty humble beginnings. And New Song students started off small. And we stayed small for a very long time. And I totally understand why. Because... It would be really hard if I was in your shoes and your youth pastor is telling you, hey, bring people, bring people. And so you go and tell your friends, you're like, hey, come to community group tonight. It's awesome. We sit on these really uncomfortable chairs. We play cards and then our leaders force us to answer questions. It's great. <laughs> and like eight people come. It's awesome. I get why it was really hard to pick up momentum, but 
it was really hard to pick up some speed. And over time, as your youth pastor, I'm just being real, I started to get a little frustrated at the pace. But little did I know, man, God was preparing us. God was, God was doing a work behind the scenes. He was making sure that the foundation of New Song students was built not on the events we could throw, not on me, not on some feeling that we could produce, but he, he was making sure that our foundation was on Jesus and the transforming power of Jesus alone, amen? amen. And so I want you to know that there's a difference. There's, this is possible to happen in church. There's a difference between talking about Jesus in church and Jesus being the foundation of everything you do as a church. There's a difference. Uh, there's a difference. And, and unfortunately, you can have a really massive, good-looking church that talks about Jesus. We study the life of Jesus. But if we were really to tear things apart, it's not built on the foundation of Jesus. And this is why Paul opens up in 2 Corinthians uh, chapter 3 about what we should be looking for in a ministry. Look at this. I'm going to go back to that scripture we opened up with. It says, are we beginning to commend ourselves or do we need, as some do, letters of recommendation? Remember that. Letters of recommendation to you or from you. What does he say the letter of recommendation is? He says, you yourselves are our letter of recommendation, written on our heart to be made known and read by all. And you show that you are a letter of Christ delivered by us, written not with ink, but with the spirit of the living God. I love the way Paul identifies what makes a ministry legitimate. And he says to the, the Christians in, in, in Corinth, the only thing that makes a, a, a ministry legitimate is when God transforms people. People are our letter of recommendation. And so we started New Song Students. We talked about Jesus, obviously, because it's church. That's what you gotta do. You gotta talk about Jesus. That's how we started. But if I'm being real, when I started to see zero growth over the course of a year and a half, I started to think things like, okay, what do we need to do in order to get people to want to come? I started to move from a pastoral mentality to that of a salesman. So I started to think things like, man, what are the things that I need to do as a pastor in order to convince students to buy into what we offer? And so we did some really fun stuff. I've actually got some photos of some things we did. We did this thing called Summer Games every summer. I've got a photo from Summer Games. This, there's E-Man, there's Annie. Uh, oh, little humble brag. This was uh, our second Summer Games. We did three, no, this is our third. We did three years of Summer Games because we didn't go to camp over the summer. And so this is something that we did to try and get people in the doors uh, we also did this thing that was really fun. We tore up Matt and Annie's yard, and we did slip and slide kickball. And uh, this was slip and slide kickball. In case we got that photo. This was slip and slide kickball. And as you can see, okay, we're starting to pick up some momentum here. We're starting to move a little bit. And I started to think things like, I started to think things like maybe, maybe summer games will do it. Like maybe this next event is gonna do it. Maybe, maybe this next giveaway is gonna finally be big enough. Maybe this will finally be enough. Maybe this, hey, listen to me. Maybe this will be our letter of recommendation for people to want to come to New Song students, to make New Song students their home. And, and we, we would see some growth. Like, you know, at this party, we saw some growth. But then the next week, it would go right back down to where we were at before, or maybe lower. <laughs> and so I'll never forget 
the night that the Holy Spirit, man, he spanked me hard, y'all. This is so good. It was at a one night. We're at Noah's. And remember, one was a once a month service. So I had been spending the entire month telling Caleb and all of his homies, hey, bring your friends. They didn't do it. They didn't bring any friends. (laughs) I'm just kidding. (laughs) Oh, that's right. Carter was there. (laughs) And Casey. Casey, we love you, bro. So I've been telling them all month long, hey, bring your friends. You got an entire month to invite people. We've been hyping it up. We've got a sweet giveaway. You're not gonna wanna miss it. We show up the night of one and we had to set everything up because we didn't have our own building. So we set the night up only to have the same exact students come. And we've been hyping this thing up all month long. And so the night ends and I go home to the Lord and I'm just straight up complaining to the Lord, y'all. And I'm like, God, why? What is happening? Why does nobody want to come to New Song students? What's happening here? I feel like I'm doing all of your typical cool youth group things and nothing is working. And I'll never forget the thing that the Holy Spirit, the thought that the Holy Spirit dropped into my heart that night. He said, Jackson, what kind of youth ministry do you want? Do you want a big youth ministry or do you want a deep youth ministry? Because he said, Jackson, you can have a big youth ministry, but that's all it's gonna be. It's just gonna be big and it's gonna be shallow. And he said, Jackson, what youth ministry do you want? Because I will give you a big youth ministry only if it's built on me. It has to be built on me. And this was like my Moses getting spanked by the burning bush. This was my Moses getting spanked by the burning bush story. And I'm so thankful for the discipline of the Lord. Y'all know sometimes the Lord disciplines you. It's because you need it. It's because sometimes we're stubborn. Sometimes we're hard-headed. And so the Lord's got to shake us a little bit. And this was this moment when he shook me. And this changed the course of New Song students, I'm telling you, forever. God did a shift in my heart. And this is how it started, but how's it going now? Because it's not the way it started. Well, it was around this time that we started to shift. Things didn't become about the event anymore. Things didn't, things didn't like the giveaways, they didn't matter anymore. The, the next big thing that we could do, it didn't matter anymore. The only thing that mattered was seeing students' lives transformed by the power of Jesus. And so for those of you who have been here for two years, when we moved into this building in 2020, going into 2021, our vision that year was in pursuit. Y'all remember that? In pursuit was our vision. We made it clear from the get-go. Our goal this year is Jesus. Our goal is to pursue the presence of God and that's it. And that's exactly what we did. And this is when we started to see some really amazing growth in our family. We saw uh, our worship culture grow more than ever before. We went to camp for the first time ever. I think we got a photo of from camp, our first camp. Check that crew out, y'all. I see a lot of y'all in the room tonight who went to camp that year. God did a major work in 2021. So what about this year though? What did God do this year? Well, my answer to you is that he did a lot this year. God did a lot this year. He took us from glory to glory. Look at this passage, 2 Corinthians 3.18. This is a big part of our church's vision. It says, and we all with unveiled face, beholding the glory of the Lord are being transformed from into the same image from one degree of glory to another. Now, I want you to know, New Song students, when you fix your eyes on Jesus, 
you always go to the next level of glory. Like, no matter what. Sometimes, though, that one degree feels bigger than others. Like, some years, that one degree doesn't feel it's like, like it's that big. This year, for us, it was a big one degree. And so, I got some stats that I want to share with you. Uh, about the year, about this year, 2022. And so there are four things that we saw God do this year. And you don't need to take notes, but if you want to, you totally can. The first year is this, and this is just my favorite one. This was the year of the double-double, y'all. This is the year of the double-double, which like, by, how fitting is that? How fitting is that? That's my favorite burger, y'all. God, in almost every single aspect, we doubled. And so I had to call this year the year of the double-double, just Name it after the best undisputed champion, the in and out double-double, amen. Y'all can make some noise for me. Okay, y'all haters out there, okay. So hey, this year we saw in almost every single aspect of New Song students double everything. And so I wanna give you a couple of these stats. We pulled these about two weeks ago and these are so cool. We started this year with an average of 36 students-ish and we are ending this year with an average of 60 students. At our, yeah, you can make some noise for that. At, at, our, uh, first, at our first Pack the House this year, we had no big deal come out, y'all. Uh, and if you, didn't, if you weren't here for that, you missed out on an amazing night. This was a, a photo from the night. It was rowdy. No big deal was so good. Uh, it was kind of crazy that we had him in our, in our building and he signed shoes and t-shirts and faces and foreheads at the end of the night. It was really dope. Okay, so at this first Pack the House, we had 70 people that night. At our second Pack the House this year, we resurrected Silent Disco from the dead. We resurrected it, y'all. And we had 129 people at that Pack the House. Double, double. Double, double. This one, this one's my favorite, y'all. This one's crazy. We started this year with 18 leaders and we added 18 leaders to our New Song students team. Would you guys make some noise for your leaders? I know you guys love your leaders. We've got the best leaders in the planet, on the planet, not in the planet. We're not in the middle of the, that would be really hot. But, um, <laughs> okay, last one, last one. We saw every single small group split. We doubled. In fact, I'm pretty sure our guys' small group, we started this year with one group that then split into two, middle school and high school, and then we split the high school group again. And so I'm pretty sure the girls' groups split as well. Am I right? Yes. So we have been splitting. We've been doubling. It's the year of the double-double. Somebody say, mmm, year of the double-double. Hey, the second thing. That was weird. The second thing, <laughs> the second thing that happened is this, because I want you to know that like numbers, numbers are cool, numbers are exciting, but only if the spirit of God is moving. Like, I don't care about the numbers unless God is moving. And so he is, by the way, but the second thing that we saw was this is a year of firsts. We had a lot of firsts this year, some new things that God did just to name a few this last year at camp it wasn't our first year at camp but it was the first time we got to take our new song students worship team with us to camp and it was amazing it was uh it was like worshiping at home but we weren't at home and God used our worship team he used our worship culture to like 
completely shift the culture of camp. He used us in a really powerful way. It was amazing. The second first that we saw was we did a young communicators night where we had some of you step out of your comfort zone. You shared your testimonies. I think we got a photo from that night. <laughs> Sophia, we got Kaysen, Gus, and Avery. They brought the word that night. It was so good. And not only that, we did another panel with some missions people. And so we had two testimony nights this year, which was new for us at New Song Students. The third thing was New Song Missions launched this year. And so I know a lot of you went on a mission trip for the first time ever this year. This was amazing. We had a Mexico mission trip, which a lot of you guys went on. That was a huge first for us. We had the Dallas missions trip. Rest in peace, the mustache on Jackson. Rest in peace. Uh, no, it's not coming back, y'all. Sorry. But man, missions, new, new Song Missions was amazing. And for those of you who stepped out of your comfort zone, went on to a mission trip or multiple for the first time ever, man, we are so proud of you. A couple other things that happened. We did our first ever New Song Students Worship Night this year, not that long ago. A couple more things. We started altar ministry this year. I don't know if you know that, but we didn't do altar ministry until this year. And this has been something that radically changed the, the way God moves in New Song students. I've seen hundreds of you on a weekly basis come down here and pour out your heart at the altar. And I'm so thankful for you guys, for your, for your hearts to do that. And then finally, a first this year was, this was the year we launched the Being Transformed Journal. How many of you are thankful for your Being Transformed Journal? That was a little weak sauce, y'all. The Being Transformed Journal is amazing. And I know... That was a first for our, our church family as a whole, but I know for, for many of you, this year was like the first year that you got serious about the word. You got serious about getting in the word on a daily, on a daily reading plan, and you are being transformed in the image of Christ because of that. Number three is this. This was a year of filling up. Somebody say filling up. We got filled up this year, y'all. We got filled up. This was our... Part of our um, vision for this year was to be filled up and we dove deeper into the word of God than we ever have before. And so I thought we could just take a quick stroll down memory lane, down some of the series we went through this year. And if your favorite series comes up, you can just make some noise for that series. The first one we started off with though was Poured Out, which was our vision series. We talked about, yeah, yeah, Poured Out was just okay. Uh, we talked about, being filled up, being poured out, pouring out our devotion to God. The second one was a first, it was our first ever New Song Students book study. We went through the book of Colossians together, which was a really good series. My favorite series though, by far, was In the Gray. In the Gray was amazing. Uh, during, during that series, we went In the Gray. We talked about some really tough topics. We talked about Things like what is truth. We talked about Jesus and politics. We talked about hell, sexual purity. We did the whole thing. Uh, the next series was Come and See. That was where we had some testimonies shared. We got to hear from Hannah. We got to hear from Garris, from the students, from Eman. That was such a good series. Then we went into Same God. Same God was a great series, but not my favorite because Growing Pains was a really good series where we, we talked about the seasons of difficulty as we mature in Christ. Mind the Gap was our next series, Mind the Gap. You, I heard you, Caleb, talked about prayer. 
That was a good series. And then we can't forget our longest series of all time, The Way of the Spirit versus The Way of the Flesh. Fruit of the Spirit series. That was a good one. That was a good one. And hey, I wanna remind you guys, if you, if you hopped on to New Song Students, if you joined our family, as this year has progressed and you haven't been here for all of these series, we have all of the messages from this entire year on every single place you can listen to podcasts. So just search New Song Students OKC. You can go back and listen to all of these series. They are filled with so much content that I know will bless you. And then the fourth thing that we saw God do is this. This was a year of pouring out. Somebody say poured out. This was a year of being poured out. 2022 was a year where we were not just filled up with good stuff that God wants to fill us up with, but we challenged you this year to not just show up to the best day of the week to receive something from God. Because receiving something from God is great, but it's better when you take that and you pour it out. Because we look the most like Jesus when we're pouring out. Jesus practiced his life being filled up constantly with God only to turn around and to pour it out on others. And so many of you really poured out this year. Some of you guys started pouring out by serving in our kids ministry for the first time ever. And I was thinking about this today. For those of you who are serving in kids ministry, you have no idea how much those kids think you are the absolute jam. Like, do you remember when you were in kindergarten and a third grader seemed really big to you? Yeah. Do you remember that? And then you became a third grader and then sixth graders seemed really big to you. And then you became a sixth grader and you felt the same, right? And it just kept keep going on. Then you get into high school, you're like, whoa, the seniors look really big. That senior's got a beard. And then... <laughs> And then you become a senior and you still feel like a kid. Does this ring a bell to anybody? Okay, I say all of that to say this. When the new song kids see you guys serving, I'm telling you, you have no idea how much they look up to you new song students. A single word of encouragement could change their life forever. A single, a single time when you are leading worship and they're like, man, Avery is killing it leading worship. They look up to you so much and the things that you're pouring out into their life, it may not look that big. I'm telling you, it is changing eternity forever. New Song students, I'm so proud of you because every time I go back in the weekends and I walk through kids ministry, I see New Song kids covered in New Song students, serving, pouring out everything that God has filled up in you. So can we make some noise for you guys for serving? You guys are amazing. Some of you guys... Some of you guys picked up prayer this year. You poured out in prayer this year, more than ever before. I'm thinking of a couple guys in particular. I'm thinking of Braden. I'm thinking of Gus. I'm thinking of Gavin and Michael and Boston. I'm thinking of some guys who every single Wednesday, I see them praying over somebody. You guys picked up a spirit of prayer this year. And every week when I see you guys pouring out prayers onto one another, I can't tell you how proud that makes me as your youth pastor. We, we started something else this year where we poured out prayer and that was pre-service prayer. Now, this is something that is really near and dear to my heart and it's actually been my favorite thing that we do here, even though it's the least exciting looking thing that we do. 
When you go into pre-service prayer, there's not a lot happening. There's not a lot of people that show up. But what's happening in that classroom is setting the atmosphere for everything that's been happening, in particular, since May 17th. Because we started pre-service prayer May 17th, and this is really cool. Since then, we have poured out a total of 14 hours of prayer to God over New Song students. Man, that's, a, that's an incredible stat. Some of you poured out some wisdom that God filled you up with. Some of you started a podcast. Can we make some noise for the Being Transformed podcast? <laughs> Annalisa, I'm super proud of you. That podcast is amazing. If you haven't listened to it, check it out. I love that though, because what she's doing is she is not keeping all of the things that's being poured into her. She's pouring it out. Some of you poured your heart out to God for the first time ever this year. I'm talking like honest, real, deep communication to God. Some of you, for the first time ever, you jumped out of your comfort zone this year. You did something that you didn't think you could do and you poured out for one another. These, this was a year of pouring out to God and I'm so proud of you guys for picking up this vision and walking it out. I wanna invite the band to come up as we get ready to close. 2 Corinthians 3.18, I wanna read this one more time because this is an amazing passage. It says, and we all with unveiled face beholding the glory of the Lord are being transformed. We're being transformed into the same image. That's the image of Jesus from one degree of glory to another. It's just steps. It doesn't have to be a leap of faith. It just needs to be steps. One degree of glory to another for this comes to the Lord who is the spirit. So with all of that being said, where are we going next year? Y'all wanna know where we're going next year? New Song Students 2023. Well, in short, we're going up. <laughs> we're going to glory, from glory to glory. We're going to the next thing. And our plan, as always, is to take the four presence of God or the four pillars that Pastor Josh and Sarah talked about a couple weeks ago at our, at our birthday week. And we're, we're called to take the presence of God, transformational discipleship, kingdom community, and sacrificial mission. Our plan next year is to take that to the next level at New Song Students. And so there's some really exciting things that I wish I could give you all the details for, but I wanna keep some of it confidential. I wanna keep some of it a secret so it's a surprise. But all I want you to know is that 2023, we've been planning some amazing things that we're currently working on. We're gonna be starting a summer discipleship internship program for you guys that we are very very much looking forward to. We're already planning our series out and I'm telling you, the things that we're gonna be talking about next year are gonna be so impactful to you. Summer is gonna look special, and that's all I'm gonna say about that. We believe 2023 is going to be another year where we see the faithfulness of God here at New Song Students, and I'm excited about it, and I hope you are too. But the last thing is this, what's our vision? Y'all wanna know what our vision is for New Song Students next year, 2023? This fall, God reminded me of something as I was praying, I was asking him, God, where are you taking New Song students in 2023? And he reminded me of a passage of scripture that I read that changed me five years ago. And it was in Acts chapter four. And the phrase that he reminded me of is this phrase, with boldness, with boldness. And I'm not gonna spend too much time on the why behind this because that's what our series is for in January. But what I want you to know is that God is inviting New Song students to a deeper level, level of boldness next year. I believe 2023 is gonna be a year where many of you find yourselves at the end of the year doing things that you thought were too scary. 
you're gonna be doing things at the end of 2023 that you never thought you would be doing. You're gonna be stepping out into a new boldness, not because you're awesome, even though you are awesome, I love you guys, but because the spirit of God gave you a supernatural boldness. That's coming next year. It's going to be powerful, but it's gonna require something from you individually, and it's gonna require something from us collectively. From you, it's gonna require your yes. That's it. That us, all God needs from you is for you to say yes and to trust him. But collectively, what's it gonna take? It's gonna take us keeping the main thing, the main thing. And the main thing here, I love doing events with you, but that's not the main thing. Jungle Pong, I love doing Jungle Pong with you, but Jungle Pong is not the main thing. If we can keep the main thing, the main thing, which is Jesus being here, his presence being here, transforming lives, God will give us a new boldness. Are you ready for that new song, students?